0: Steve Stebbing is here. What the hell should we watch this weekend? SteveStebbing.ca for more. And uh, Scary Movie Time, your favorite time of year, Steve.
1: Absolutely my favorite time of the year. Uh, I mean, I, being a horror fan for a long time, I co-host a horror podcast, which is like I, I, a year-round thing. Like I, you know, review it movies like that this over the year, so... A focused month of it, yeah, bring it on.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, well, let's get started right into this because we have a specialist from Steve in particular tonight, and Steve has promised us a little bit for everybody. So let's get started. I'm going to give you the clip. I'll give you the movie. uh, Steve will give you why, and then we'll get to some of the more normal other things later on. First, uh, a pick for the people who want to try out Maybe you're new to it. Try out horror. Why do you open the curtains? It was Victor. You told your brother that there was someone else in the room. There was. That'll do, Anne. I've seen them too. (laughs) have? Sooner or later, she'll see them. Then everything will be different. A horror movie for people who want to try horror. Steve picked the others.
1: Yes, uh, this film is from uh, 2001, uh, stars Nicole Kidman, uh, and takes place uh, just following the Second World War. Uh, and she plays uh, a mother of two children who are uh, have a uh, photosensitivity, uh, can't be in, in daylight, so has to keep them secluded in their, uh, their uh, family home uh, on the Channel Islands as they wait for the, their father to come back from, uh, from the war. And this is such a beautifully done mystery that uses your imagination, uses that kind of bump in the night atmosphere to tell a really compelling story. And uh, I think the best way to get people hooked into the genre is to have something that that really kind of strings them along gives them some good character work isn't some good plot work and it really makes their brain work and I, i think the others is definitely a good pick and it's recently part of the criterion collection which is like one of those prestigious things for films so uh I recommend this one big time.
0: I think, Ryan, what we should do is grab these and let's get them at shiftheads.ca on the Facebook group too so everyone can remember the list that we talked about. So Steve has a a little something scary for everybody. Okay, um, a horror movie for those who want to maybe have a little bit of a laugh. Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life dying on its feet? To a wonderful mom, Oh. Have you ever felt that you're turning into no. a zombie? Maybe you're not alone. All right. If you're not into horror movies, but you do like to have a laugh,
1: Steve's pick for you is that one, Shaun of the Dead. I, I mean, this is a movie that never pales. I mean, it's, oh, it's, is that a vampire what, joke? <laughs> no, that is a vampire <laughs> joke, but this is, this, this is a zombie flick at, at its core. And uh, this is a love letter to the genre with a great comedy core. It is the, uh, dr- the debut of writer and director Edgar Wright. Uh, it, it, it made uh, sh- uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost uh, immediate stars, in my mind at least, uh, with a movie that I think at its very core is definitely very romantic. And it uh, definitely needs to be in that bromance category. Um, and it's a movie that I can watch yearly, monthly, whatever, and it will still have the same effect on me. All right, a
0: horror movie for everybody from Steve Stebbing. This is different than normal horror movies. Tell me, what's a timberman
1: want with being a wiki? It's looking to earn a living, it's like any man, starting new. On the run, keeping secrets, are you?
0: No, sir. Why just spill
1: your beans?
0: All right, so something different. Steve's pick is the lighthouse.
1: Yeah, something so sinister, so weird, something that creeps up on you in, uh, I mean, a brilliantly 4-3 black and white shot film uh, from writer and director Robert Eggers and starring Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe in a total acting Uh, clinic between these two uh, these two actors uh, as two lighthouse keepers who are uh, sent to a remote uh, and mysterious New England island in the 1890s to watch over the lighthouse and struggle to keep their uh, sanity intact as this movie just gets creepier and creepier as it goes on to an ending that I can't even begin to describe the, the, the descent into a hellacious landscape that this movie becomes. It's, it's brilliant, it, and it's weird and totally idiosyncratic.
0: All right, stevestepping.ca with a horror movie for everybody. This one is a horror movie that horror fans will love. It is so scary, we can't play the trailer. Also, it's a, si- <laughs> it's a
1: silent movie, so there's nothing really to play.
0: Um, uh, tell us about No One Will Save You.
1: Yes, this one's got Caitlin Dever uh, basically living in a small town. Uh, She's living in a house just off the beaten path. Has really no friends. I mean, you're kind of dropped into this movie blind. You know that she is so isolated that no townsfolk comes near her or her house. Uh, And that is the setup for a nightly home invasion. But it's not a human home invasion. It is a Descending in kind of like an alien takeover and I have never seen a, a movie um, in a long time that it, that kind of took this trope of alien abduction and, and uh, humans versus aliens and made it to the baser of just, um, just trying to escape and trying to get away and that unstoppable monster that we usually see in films like halloween or oh. friday the 13th and stuff like that done in this way and especially in the trope of you know, they don't even have to rely on having dialogue all they need is everything that you see on screen plus an incredible sound design uh, so you can stream this one now on disney plus and trust me if you have a sound s- system turn that baby up because uh, you will get like, literally inside the TV, if you can, uh, if you can, uh, tweak that just right.
0: There's some, yeah, there's something scary about surround sound in your house, right? With mm. movies like that, that really kind of sets you over the edge yeah. a little bit. Um, what the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve Stebbing is here. The AV Club is coming up for you shortly, so let's get into some of the new releases here, Steve. For everybody else, Steve wanted to bring us one horror movie for everybody. We'll get that list at shiftheads.ca on the Facebook group. New releases first, Five Nights at Freddy's. I have a job for you. Piece of cake, really. It's a security gig. Hello? Horror, scary, or more thriller?
1: Um, I think this is going to be more your gateway horror because this is PG thirteen. It's, it's also the, based it's the on the video of horror, game. According yeah. To some people. <laughs> yeah, this is the gate. This is the gateway. Uh but this one is actually underlyingly a big deal because uh is this one has a rabid fan base uh that have been waiting for uh, a movie adaptation Uh, for almost a decade now, I think, and have been clamoring on the Internet and pushing the buttons of Jason Blum at Blumhouse to get this movie made. And now we finally get this uh, FNAF, as the kids call it, the FNAF movie, Five five Nights at Freddy's, uh, basically about uh, a character played by Josh Hutcherson who takes a job as kind of the security of a long-abandoned pizzeria called Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. Uh, Little does he know that uh, the animatronics that performed at this pizzeria are actually uh, kind of demon-infested monsters. And uh, for this film, and which I think is really, really cool, uh, the monster effects are done by the Jim Henson Company. Oh, wow. Which... Anytime you bring that studio in, you pique my interest because these guys have never mailed it in in their entire careers. They have a they have a standard that that Jim set in the seventies that they need to stay at, and that makes me excited for that element of this movie. And I mean, being a horror guy, as we've already established here. I love a good uh, horror that gets more people on board with the genre mm-hmm. because uh, any success in the genre uh, just makes me giddy.
0: All right. Well, yeah, it's weird. You're weird, but that's okay. That's <laughs> why we love you. Um, Steve Stabbing here, and he does love horror movies. This one is not about horror. If you're looking for something to escape, as one of the new releases from the weekend this weekend, uh, it's one of those pill movies, though. It's called Pain Hustlers. Only two years of high school. Well, I left to pursue a career in sales. Cut,
1: what is that, like steak knives? Yeah,
0: Um, it was other kinds of knives, too. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Give me a shot, please.
1: Don't embarrass me.
0: Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Oh, Oh.
1: Pleasure is mine.
0: There's been a lot of movies about painkillers, pharmaceuticals, and young Mm. women in sales getting really... Um, taken advantage of. It's been a bit of a common thread in some movies lately. There's another one.
1: Exactly. And it's, it's either played for, uh, you know, dramatically, like Dope Sick, uh, or per- played with a little bit of comedy edge, like uh, Painkiller, the uh, the latest Netflix series with uh, Matthew Broderick. But this one, I believe, is playing purely at the dark comedy. Uh, you got Emily Blunt as the lead. Uh, who kind of uproots her entire life with her young daughter and moves to Central Florida to work for a startup uh, pharmaceutical company. uh, And just kind of about just the abandonment of morals once you get into that whole thing. And uh, the cast around uh, Emily Blunt is great. You got Chris Evans in this one. uh, Andy Garcia is in this. Um, And it comes from director uh, David Yates, who takes a break from doing all those Harry Potter movies and Fantastic Beasts movies to do something more grounded in reality. Um, And I think this movie just kind of skates on (laughs) Emily Blunt and Chris Evans. Um, The execution isn't all there, but if you like them, I mean, they're quite charismatic. Um, you would enjoy this film.
0: It yeah, made me laugh there. I was thinking in my head, wait, Harry Potter's not real. Um, <laughs> uh, let, we got to be quick on this one, Steve, just for time, but can you, uh, let's do freelance, then we'll just get on it quickly here. I'm running a business, and right now that business is getting a journalist in and out of No, It's a one-off. No, no, and no. Who's a journalist?
1: I have resigned
0: my position here. at the. Listen. 20 grand says you are. Is John Cena a better actor or wrestler?
1: Um, wrestler. If we're talking about freelance, I'm going to say wrestler because freelance is a movie that doesn't have a single piece of the machinery that works whatsoever. Hmm. Uh, nobody has any chemistry with each other in the film. The script is limp and not funny for all the adventure comedy that they're trying to do. They try to make you like a dictator for some reason or another just for plot devices And the CG and some of the green screen stuff makes it feel like this movie was finished just before strikes happened and that they had to abandon everything and then shelve it. All right. There you go. Steve Stabbing, what the hell should we watch
0: this weekend?